2: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This is Robert Brathe and the Source of Innovation podcast. Today we are at ThinkBoard headquarters in uh, Saratoga Springs slash Wilton, New York here. And uh, so uh, I'd like to welcome our guest. You can take a moment to introduce yourselves.
2: Thank you. Uh, I'm Hanson. Uh, Hanson Grants just graduated from Babson College and the founder of ThinkBoard.
1: My name is Ken, and uh, I've been Hanson's roommate for... Pretty much as long as I've known him and naturally I kind of just joined the adventure and here we are.
0: Terrific. So uh, how did this all get started? What what, kind of spurred the idea for ThinkBoard?
2: Yeah, so I was in my dorm room and I needed a space to write down ideas, but I couldn't paint my walls with dry erase paint. And I wasn't allowed to drill holes in the wall to set up a massive whiteboard. So I said, what if I could slap a film on the wall and start writing on it, use it as a whiteboard. And um, ended up creating the film for myself until enough friends came into our room saying, like, where can I get this for my dorm room? So I ended up making them for some friends, launched a website, and I launched the Kickstarter, and it really just took off from there.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I see all over your office here you've got uh, <laughs> samples, so it's it's real life in use. That's terrific. Of course. Uh, and what, what inspired you to come along for the ride uh, or, or to join the organization?
1: Oh, man. Uh, when we first launched that Kickstarter, or when Hanson first launched the Kickstarter, he was out camping. <laughs> <laughs> the day it started and also the day it ended but in, in between uh he needed to send emails and uh, send messages to all the people that he knew to help build the the hype and the audience and so he had personalized messages pretty much for for everybody that he knew on Facebook the thing is he didn't have any cell phone signal while he was camping <laughs> so i ended up spending an afternoon getting just the, like five or six messages from him and then taking those and uh send them to a couple hundred people online. And that's really the first uh, moment where I did anything for ThinkBoard other than make fun of it. And <laughs> uh, slowly over time, because we've lived together, our living spaces got filled with more and more ThinkBoards. Mm-hmm. And our brainstorming was more centered around ThinkBoards. And eventually it sort of made sense to go, oh, you know, I'll i work on it too. Yeah, and great. This guy let me join in, so that was was how it went.
2: The first moment was when he joined the a competition that we just uh, got accepted into. Great. And uh, I added him on the, the list. They flew us down together, and the two of us, since we've been friends for so long, our chemistry on stage was fantastic. We ended up taking home twenty five thousand dollars. Fantastic. And at that moment, I was like, "All right, we gotta we gotta keep this <laughs> going." <laughs> you got something
0: here. Terrific. Uh, So uh, talk a little bit, uh, you know, you got Grant Graphics right around the corner here, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, kind of how, what were some of your influences uh, in in getting this rolling or uh, that made you decide, I want to be an entrepreneur?
2: Yeah. So um, Grant Graphics is my parents' company Mm -hmm. and uh, from an early age, I experienced the self-employed lifestyle Mm -hmm. where my parents would take off summers at a time and we'd go traveling and have fun. I was like, okay, well, how, what what do I have to do in order to to do that post-graduation? And I ended up starting a number of different ventures um, throughout middle school and high school, some involved with the resources at Crank Graphics and others not so much. Um, But the biggest thing I started before college was uh, the Hanson Grant t-shirt company. Mm -hmm. And that was utilizing the resources I had here. Um, Upon getting to college, I realized, like, oh, I'm gonna do something on my own. I don't wanna be involved with graphics or films or anything whatsoever. So I kind of blocked off that resource until I realized that you know, part of being a good entrepreneur is understanding um, how to get a quality team, um, utilizing your resources, and finding an opportunity. And I realized that Grant Graphics was one of my biggest resources that I had, and um, was able to work with my parents to develop this film and uh, kind of go from there.
0: Excellent. Uh, what have been? Uh, you mentioned the, uh, the twenty-five thousand dollar opportunity and uh, and the Kickstarter. Uh, what have been some uh, places you found in the capital region to be? Uh, great places to uh, present your ideas and kind of get them out to a bigger
2: audience. Definitely, so, so far we've worked, um, or we presented at Startup Tech Valley, Mm -hmm. which was a great event. We met a ton of really cool people and made some really good connections. And then uh, I think last week we presented at One Million Cups down at Ignite U in Troy. Great. And that was a really cool event as well. There was a good turnout. It was 8 a.m., so we were kind of shocked how many people made it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, you know, there's like 50 people there that were willing to come, before work and support some young entrepreneurs. So um, those two events have just been um, the highlights for us so far.
0: Great. Uh, All startups, uh, you know, you have some good partners or collaborators. Uh, What have been some good resources for you in terms of uh, inspirations or uh, collaborations that have really helped you uh, with your company growth?
2: So starting out, it was a lot with other students at Babson College as well as other alumni. Mm -hmm. Um, and now it's moved more and more towards um, actually one particular figure, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, mm. and he's one of our role models that we we look up to. We've got stickers on our laptops, and we we live by his quotes. And um, one thing that actually happened, which was kind of a collaboration, was um, you know we we noticed that his company ordered ThinkBoards from us, so we we sent down handwritten notes. We tried to do whatever we could to really develop that relationship, and coincidence or not, he ended up bringing us up on stage in one of his uh, keynote talks Awesome! in front of 19,000 people. And the branding impressions we got from that, as well as the hundreds of thousands of views on Facebook you know, later that week, were absolutely incredible. And our sales doubled at a monthly rate um, after that appearance. Mm-hmm. And then we got on his newsletter, and things just really started to take off from there. So um, that's been a resource, I guess, we've been tapping into. And one of the leading inspirations that's been keeping us you know, hustling, I guess, really hard for the past six months.
0: Fantastic. Again, we're here at uh, ThinkBoard headquarters in Saratoga Springs, New York. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, your website. You know, what are some of the things, uh, the different ways uh, that people can get your products?
2: Yeah, so um, our main two channels right now is on the site and on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And on our site, we have for a number of different products, anything from you know 8x11, all the way up to eight feet by four and a half feet and we offer a variety of qualities as well like standard products as well as premium products on amazon we've got two main products right now mm-hmm. an extra large and a normal size and um yeah those are the main two ways that people have been finding out about us so far
0: terrific uh what advice do you have for uh you know, maybe people still in college as mm-hmm. uh, you know you both went to babson what are, you know, some advice uh, while you're in college of activities you should do, clubs you should join, or or really how you should take advantage of uh, the college experience.
1: You have to recognize that a lot of the college experience isn't about the coursework or the classwork or 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 at least at business school, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so much about the the academic component as it was finding opportunities to meet the really interesting people, really interesting professors, Uh, especially at Babson. We have a lot of uh, practitioners, Mm -hmm. I guess, real business people who are teaching because they're they're interested and they're passionate about um, the topic and wanna work in schools. And most of the time they have other jobs that they're working. Um, And really understanding the world as it is, is, potentially a lot more useful than, than theory. And it's, it's really about finding and connecting with people because everybody's, I mean, who you're going to meet in the local dance club isn't that important. It's, it's about what they're interested and passionate outside of dance or what they want to aspire to become and how collectively we can help each other get there. And I think, that's what Hans and I really learned at Thinkboard, and Thinkboard was just sort of uh, a questionable adventure at first. Mm-hmm. And over time, people were supporting, and now we give back and we support other people. We speak at schools, we speak at colleges, we go to panels, and it's it's really developed into about it's it's really about community, right? Like. Even the most random people that we don't actually want to talk to on a given day can surprise us and be somebody we want to contribute and help and or be somebody who helps and contributes to us. And being open to meeting new people and trying new things is really what college is about and it has done crazy things for business
2: as well. And then uh, going off of that, my biggest piece of advice that I always tell college students is to just start, just try something. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm working with some high school students out in the Boston area, and I'm telling them just start a t-shirt company. Do anything you can to understand what it's like to deal with paying customers, or angry customers, or fulfillment, and operations, and um, accounting. Just really learn as much as you can. I launched a Kickstarter not because we needed to raise the capital, but because I wanted to learn what it was like to launch a Kickstarter. Sure. And I've experimented with so many things over the past three years that maybe weren't necessarily the best thing for the company, but allowed me to have a better understanding of entrepreneurship or running a small business or running a large business going forward. Um, So anytime I meet a sophomore that's interested in it, I say do it now because then you can run it this summer when nobody's really doing anything. And then next summer you can run it as well while your friends are getting internships. And then senior year you can decide, is this something that I'm going to continue going forward or um, drop and then just get a regular job, sure. which is totally fine. But having that as an option where you can say, I've got this business or I've got this job opportunity is much easier than being a senior and saying, okay, I've got this job opportunity or I've got this idea. Mm-hmm. You know, So um, starting as early as possible, even if it's something small like ThinkBoard was in the beginning um, is, is really my biggest piece of advice.
0: Great. Uh, it was refreshing coming in and hearing you guys talking about uh, that you're going to dedicate some time to your know, planning. You know, I think a lot of times we get caught up in the doing and uh, let's let's see the shiny object and jump to it. Uh, talk about that importance of uh, you know of that planning process and you know kind of what it looks like for you in terms of you know the time you dedicate to it or just some of the things you do to kind of get that creativity a little bit more focused.
2: Definitely. Um, So what we just heard today is you can do anything. You just can't do everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I love that quote. (laughs) But I think um, it's tough because there's a lot of really cool opportunities. Uh, We work with a lot of other cool startups in the Boston and New York area that are like, hey, here's this opportunity for a sale or for a partnership or anything. And you're right, it's kind of like a shiny object that, object that you look at and you're like, wow, like, could you imagine if we did this, then this would happen and then this would happen. But one of the main things that we focus on is our three main um, pillars, I guess, and that's branding, customer experience, and social impact. Mm-hmm. So we look at an opportunity and say, okay, is this going to help our brand move forward? If it's some white-labeled partnership where it's a promotional product and we don't get to put our logo on it, it's like, okay, we could make a, X amount of dollars on that, but it doesn't align with anything um, in our brand or in our in our three goals, I guess. So we once you kind of align yourself with these are our three priorities, it allows you to make those decisions and not really necessarily look at the, the shiny objects that are attractive opportunities. Um, but it is tough to, to think about all the potential opportunities and where it could go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we have... You know followed those paths at certain times and it's led to a really cool opportunity and led to a pivot in the company Good. Um, but I think I think everything's worth trying out a little bit but you can't get too distracted from your core um, values and core goals great Do you have anything add?
1: I think it's really funny that we went to a meeting today this morning at <laughs> 10.30? 9.30. 10 Now 2 o'clock. Um, <laughs> and o'clock. We, we basically met somebody that had seen us at Startup Tech Valley. And grabbing coffee, our discussion was about strategic planning, basically. And that you walked in on us doing strategic planning. We usually do all of our real planning sort of in the car to Boston while we discuss install strategies or how we're going to mm-hmm. scale this. Or in a hot tub or pretty much <laughs> anywhere where it's just the two of us and we're stuck together for a long time it yeah. ends up becoming a business conversation sure. <laughs> um but today because we had that meeting uh, it inspired us to sit down and go hold on what is it that we actually want think to become in our lives sure. and uh, how do we want to commit our time and effort in the coming Three months, six months going forward. The question that was asked uh, t- of us today that got us thinking was, "What? what's your, do you have a plan? You're like, well, maybe up to three months from now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's, it's totally fine to only have three months, but it's also important to know where you want to be in the future to make sure that you're going in the direction that you want to be going. Sure. And that's pretty much where you're walked in on and in all honesty we kind of have an idea of three or four options where we might want to be in five years but they all kind of have very different paths leading up to it and we're at a point where it's we're we're putting off the decision as much as possible and compacting all of the craziness and making it as simple and easy for anybody as possible preferably us uh, <laughs> Um but it's it's crazy. Every hands was just talking about opportunities and pointing in the right direction. We've had so actually we're gonna be on a TV show called Hatched <laughs> this Saturday awesome. at 9 30 AM. So if anybody actually wakes up for that, we're we're on T V. <laughs> um and that that opportunity is huge for branding, right? Great. It's 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 great. But at what point does, like, more press like that distract from other things that might make money? But it's – it's. or or does TV shows like that actually strain us to a point where we can't do anything else but focus on production? There, there's a lot of – there's a lot more to it than our three pillars, mm-hmm. and it's – really giving it the best shot that we can and hoping that we don't make too many mistakes along the way and hoping our customers and our clients will forgive us if we do. Very good.
0: <laughs> One question I'd like to ask all of our guests, uh, and, and I'll, I'll run this by both of you, what uh, What type of businesses would you like to see come to the Capital Region? You know, there's so many startup opportunities. It's, it's always great. Uh, you're the second company today that we've talked to that's a product and not an app, which, which is refreshing. <laughs> Uh, what, what type of businesses would you like to see come to the Capital Region?
2: I think, um, I mean, anything that really creates a community. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of maker spaces, co-working spaces, and incubators out in the Boston area. And they're constantly throwing events that bring all of the you know like-minded individuals together. And um, I know we've got a number of them here in the area, but I think to see either more makerspaces or just more events thrown daily or weekly from innovation centers or makerspaces would be um, really ideal because I know there's a ton of like-minded individuals like me and Ken out there, mm-hmm. especially in this area, but um, I think it's tough to find them unless you go to events like Startup Tick, D- Tick Valley or One Million Cups or some of the other networking events. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I think to bring more collaborative working spaces and you know because then we can sell the product but (laughs) of course uh but it creates that community um that really um sparks more innovation
0: great how about you ken what are your your thoughts
1: (sighs) (laughs) on on a personal direction uh i'm very interested in kinesthetics Mm -hmm. and and movement and incorporating that into lifestyle and uh I'm very interested in the idea of fun, so one thing that, or I guess a direction for businesses that I would be really interested in, in the Saratoga, or I guess Capital Region area, would be how you build fun environments for people to gather in. Like, the the way we spend time together, Hanson and all his friends in Saratoga, uh, and us, is we we go out and we go skiing or we go out and it's 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 very outdoor experience based and Mm -hmm. i think that's something that's incredibly novel about saratoga and the capital region um but i i'm curious combining hansen's uh idea of community uh how to take the rock climbing gyms of the world Mm -hmm. and the I don't know, the bouncy house, what is it? The trampoline places of the world and turn them into really community centered places that are fun and bring people together in novel and fun ways. That's that I'm I'm really all about fun. So I want more <laughs> fun things. That's all. <laughs> good,
0: good. I'm glad to hear that. So uh my final question for all the guests is always, you know, you kind of give us uh, your little 1-minute spiel on uh, you know, ideal product, uh, or the ideal customer for your product. And, uh, you know, I, I know as a professor, I'd love using these, uh, especially when I teach a remote site. Uh, cool. but, uh, tell cool. us, uh, you know, give us a one minute on uh, think board and, uh, and, and who could make the most out of, uh, using your products.
2: Definitely. So <clears throat> there, there's two and I'll let Ken do the second one. The first is somebody in the office, um, whether it's a home office or an office, um, outside of their house (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, just anybody that needs a space to jot down ideas whether on their desk or on the wall or on a door um, i use it every day jotting down notes when i'm taking phone calls Um, you save a lot of paper it's much more convenient it's pretty straightforward and um, it's removable so if it's in a home office or you're in an apartment or anywhere like that you can use it for six months a year whatever and then if you move locations just tear it down it's not going to damage the wall So it's much easier and simpler and cheaper than any other alternatives.
1: Great. The second group of people that we sell well to and are, quite frankly, much more fun to talk to, um, are are parents for their children. Basically, what we've provided is an opportunity for kids to draw on walls and be creative and express themselves without permanently coloring (laughs) your walls. (laughs) And parents, parents love it. The, we get excited photos. We actually got like a cute little video made with some software the other day of this little boy whose mom had him write, thank you. And he was just all smiles and he was drawing. And it was th- those are the moments that make us really happy that we're creating a product that, yes, it helps business people do business things. But, I mean, used another way, it helps people be creative and it helps kids to express themselves and have fun.
0: Great. Yeah, I definitely. See, I got a three-year-old and a five-year-old uh, in the family, and and uh, they'd love this. So awesome. Uncle Robbie might have to uh, go <laughs> on to think-board.com or Amazon and pick some up. So thanks again for joining us. Uh, again, this is a source of innovation podcast. We're here today at Think Board in Saratoga Springs, New York. Thank you guys for joining us.
2: Cool. Thanks so much. Thank you. With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just
0: about anywhere.